Hello, everyone. Welcome to To Be Heard Podcast, your weekly faith-filled and motivational podcast where listeners are encouraged, culture is challenged, and the truth can be heard. My name is Ayana Simone, and right off the bat, everybody, before I dive into today's To Be Heard Tuesday, I want to take a very special moment and wish y'all a happy Thanksgiving. Believe it or not, y'all, the holidays have begun. The holidays begin the day after Halloween. I don't know how y'all do it, but where I'm from, November 1st means it is Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, and um, to be very honest, I kind of have a a long meeting with myself this time around uh, the year when it comes to the podcast because I always say, and I truly do mean this, I have to do a better job at this. But I feel like I always wait until the Thanksgiving season to just tell y'all how grateful I am for you. Like, I just feel like I don't say thank you enough. In every season, I'm like, Yannick, you got to communicate that in every episode. Like, the episode is not complete until you say thank you. And I'm always reminded to say thank you around Thanksgiving time. And that is a really poor, awful job on my end as your host, because I don't just want to wait till Thanksgiving time to tell y'all how grateful I am for you. So I dropped the ball again in this fifth season and going to do a better job as we move forward. But when in Rome, the fact that Thanksgiving is two days away, I truly do want to thank y'all so, so much for tuning in. Like it kind of gets me weepy. I get a little emotional when I think about the reality of our relationship. Like, I mean, and I'll share a little bit more as the season continues. You know, we're talking about chasing after your God-given dreams and purpose and, you know, the uh, just the dream that God's placed on your heart and walking in that. I've told y'all uh, before, not just in this fifth season, but plenty of times, I just, I feel called to this. It feels like, it feels disobedient to not do it almost. And so there's a lot that goes into podcasting. There is a whole lot. And, um, you know, it's one thing to do all of that and not really have a relationship with my listeners, but I really do truly feel so close to y'all. And my prayer is that you feel close to me. Like I love to do this. I absolutely, I mean, people have asked me before, will I do the podcast forever? And I'm like, as long as I'm allowed, like as long as the Lord doesn't say anything, like if he keeps opening that door and he allows me to do another season, you can trust that I'm going to do this because I love this and I love you that much. And I just want to say thank you. Those of you who've been tuning in from the very beginning, like October 1st, 2019, when that first episode dropped, it's crazy because I know some of you have listened for that long. And I'm just like, I just want you to know how grateful I am for you. That is like, it gives me chills. It's so like, I'm just in awe of that. And I couldn't be more grateful. And my prayer truly is that the mission of To Be Heard podcast is being fulfilled, where you you tune into an episode and you always feel encouraged. You always feel challenged because that's what the truth does. It encourages you. It challenges you. And I mean, what a journey. Five seasons of this. Like, thank you so much. But even for those of you who kind of came on the um, To Be Heard train a little bit later, y'all, like, First of all, I'm so glad you're here. So, so grateful that you're here. And I just want to say thank you even for tuning in. No matter how you found out about the podcast, maybe you listened for a little bit and you, you know, this is your first time coming back after a long sabbatical. What have you? I don't care. I'm just grateful for you. I'm grateful for our relationship. I'm grateful that I get to do this with y'all. And again, my constant prayer over every single listener 
oh my gosh, you have no clue. <laughs> like, I just want y'all to feel so encouraged, so challenged and just equipped, you know, like last season, it was all about, you know, let me not be the only one being hurt. Let's be hurt together. And, you know, seasons before that, we had particular themes and um, what have you that just, I feel made us closer. And so in this fifth season, my, I just hope that we're getting even closer. And um, so anyway, I just want to say thank you. I can go on forever. And really, honestly, y'all deserve a whole To Be Her Tuesday where I'm just giving you my thanks, especially this time of year. Like, I honestly should be doing that in this um, today's episode. But I at least wanted to take a special moment before I get into the content of today's To Be Her Tuesday to let y'all know how truly, truly grateful I am for you. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I feel like crying. I just love y'all so much and um, cannot wait to see where else we go in this fifth season because um, time's ticking. We're about to close out the month of November, believe it or not. And so, you know, I don't want to waste any moment. Like, I just want to savor up all of the future To Be Hurt Tuesdays that are coming in this fifth season. But at least the the few To Be Hurt Tuesdays that we've had so far, I just pray that they've been blessing you, especially for those of you who you are ready to walk in your purpose. We understand that our purpose is to be with God. And out of our being, we do. We kicked off this fifth season by saying, you know, anyone can do it. But it's about your being. It's about you know, living out your purpose with integrity, actually loving people and not, you know, a lot of people, they want to pursue these leadership positions. And it's like, do you love the people you're leading? That's a huge part in what you're doing. Like everyone wants the title, everyone wants the status, but I'm a little concerned about that because it's not just about your doing, it's about your being. And so, um, the last few To Be Heard Tuesdays, we we spoke into that. And uh, last week's episode specifically, we talked about a bit of what that process um, contains. You know, for those of you who maybe you have launched the thing or um, you're getting ready to launch the thing that you feel was placed on your heart. Um, last week's episode was just to warn y'all, like, hey, there's going to be critics, okay? It's not just all funz- funzy giggles, glitter, unicorns, like... You won't always be praised for what you do. You'll also be criticized in a lot of ways. And you'll find a lot of those criticisms and compliments alike in the comment section. And so we talked a a bit about how to handle that. But I am really looking forward to recording today's episode. It is no secret what we're talking about today. Again, last week we covered the critics. We covered the compliments. We talked about the comment section hit on a couple of C's last week, but we're going to kind of pick up where we left off in today's episode and talk about another combination of C words that needs to be addressed. I genuinely believe that it needs to be heard. I'm recording today's episode for those who needed to hear what I needed to hear as I continued forward in my journey of living out my purpose you know, chasing after the dream that God's placed on my heart, there was a message, a lesson that I needed to hear that when I heard it, and when I experienced it, and we'll talk about it in today's episode, I remember thinking, chances are there's a handful of other people who need to hear this too. Again, especially those of you who you're dreamers, you're creatives, you're visionaries, and you have a moment that I had a handful of times, if I'm being very honest, a handful of times in my journey of just staying faithful to what I feel God's placed on my heart, you kind of look around, you know, you're really passionate about what you do, you're really good at what you do, you look around, and you have this realization of, 
huh, it kind of looks like everyone's doing the same thing. Ooh, we're going to talk about it today, okay? For those of you, you know, maybe it's not just a realization of, oh, you know, everyone's kind of doing the same thing, but you kind of have a moment if you're just being honest. I feel like you can't truly listen to today's Do Here Tuesday if you're not honest with yourself. Those of you who are like, number one, everyone's kind of doing something similar, and I don't know how I feel about that. But number two, if you're being honest, it may be something that you might have pioneered first. What do I mean by that? I mean, you did something, you began something, a project, you executed an idea, cultivated a vision that you've been dreaming up for a long time, and it's very original and very unique and unlike anything that you've seen before, and so you kind of take it upon yourself, like this is a very new thought, I'm going to do it, I'm going to pursue it, it's different, it's cool, I'm going to do it, and you do it, and you have a realization of, Man, shortly after I launched that, it kind of looks like everyone's doing it too now. And you don't know how you feel about it. Listen, the title of today's To Be Heard Tuesday is called The Copycat. Because we are going to talk about exactly that. Again, we covered a couple of C's last week. But we're going to be honest in today's To Be Heard Tuesday. We're talking about the copycat, and I gotta be honest. First of all, I want to say this. I am urging you all to listen to the full extent of this episode because I'm going to share some experiences from my journey, again, that I, I mean, I'm going to trust that. I'm not the only one who needed to hear it. I'm going to call myself out on a lot on today's episode in this conversation of the copycat because let me tell you something right now, it happens. And another thing, it is wildly annoying can I just be honest okay I'm we're all my creative people listening this is coming from a fellow creative one of my biggest pet peeves and if you know me personally oh god I've talked your ear off about this before I am sure I think there is like a certain level of disrespect when you copy an idea Because here's the thing about me, and and I'm just, again, just sharing a bit of my heart and, you know, my story, my experience, what have you. But one thing about me, y'all, on top of, you know, a copycat being a part of my ick and a part of my pet peeve, if anything, it just reveals my deep love for original work. Like, I think a different, unique, really out-the-box kind of idea Those people who not only dream that up, but cultivate that are full-blown icons to me. Like, I love to be in rooms with people who I'm like, this is a visionaire. Like, this is somebody who, um, you know, they are leading a movement that no other brain and no other mind has thought of. Like, people who, I mean to for lack of a better word they're geniuses like they have a mind that 
I just want to be a student of like people who have just done things that nobody else has done before. Those to me are my teachers. Like when it comes to my work and my art, I like to learn from people who are pioneering movements. They do something that's unique. They do something that's never been done before. I have like the utmost respect for people like that because man, those people are rare. You know what I mean? Especially in the culture we're living in today. It's kind of sad. Like everyone's trying to do and look and sound like everyone else. But the few who stand out, like, I'm like, teach me your ways. Oh, I love this. Like, I love being in that room. And in that, again, I kind of said it before, but there are so many moments where I mean, to say that my heart breaks, that sounds too innocent, but there have been moments where I have been deeply irritated, deeply agitated when, you know, I see someone starting something and it's different, it's new, the region, the town, they've never seen anything like that before. And someone just looks at it and it's like, oh, I'm just going to do the same thing. I'm like, the disrespect, (laughs) like, I think... And again, I'm being blunt and honest, and I want you to listen to the full episode because there's so much I want to say about this this, uh, conversation of the copycat. But when I see that, I'm immediately like, that's laziness. You know what I mean? Because for me, and this is just telling my story, if you know me personally, you'll know this is true, but I never, ever, ever take an idea lightly. Like there's a handful of ideas that I have, number one, prayed over, There's been ideas of mine that I have fasted over, if you want the truth. Like, I would go on a seven-day fast over an idea because of how much it meant to me, and I wanted to protect it, and I wanted to get God's opinion on it, and I wanted to sit on it for about a week until I start putting pen to paper. Like, ideas I fasted over. There are some ideas that I have cried over. Like, my heart would break over. There would be tears and sleepless nights and And just, oh my gosh, even now I'm thinking of some of the things that I have uh, cried about. Just, I say all this to say my ideas are never just like, oh, that's a fun idea. I'll try it. Most, if not all of my ideas come from really deep personal places of pain that God in his kindness, knowing that I have this creative gene in me, he's given me creativity as an outlet, you know, when I am in a lot of pain, or I've learned a really um, God lesson, you know, like not just a good lesson, but something that directly came from Holy Spirit. And a really unique project would come out of that. Like, those are the ideas. and, And those are the moments that make the creative process a lot more than just, oh, this is going to be really fun, or this is going to be really cool to do. It's like, no, like it, it has a, a a story attached to it. It has tears attached to it and hard work attached to it. You know what I mean? And so sometimes when I see just like, oh, copy paste, I have had so many moments with God, again, just bringing my agitation and my irritation to him. Like, this is wrong. Like, I should say something. Like, moments where I'm like, yo, hold on. Did you pray over this the way I prayed over this? Did your heart break over this the way my heart broke over it? Like, we just go to God and just have his ear for at least, I mean, an hour to 90 minutes of God. Like, this is irritating. And I I wish I could say that this was like a new thing. Like ever since I started walking out my purpose and walking out my calling, this whole idea of the copycat really started to bother me. 
But if you want the truth, y'all, and if you've, you know, followed season three of the podcast, you would know that I've been on a healing journey, which I am still very much on that healing journey, believe it or not. Oh my goodness, so many things I'm still healing and recovering from. But in my reflection of my childhood, who I was as a kid, I can confidently say that this has always bothered me, y'all. Are you kidding me? In fact, there is a story that I figured it, it would be kind of funny to share on the podcast but I remember um there's so many moments where like I would get so irritated if someone copied an idea but there was one moment in particular that I want to share with y'all on the podcast just so you can paint a picture of the kind of person I have always been when it comes to creativity and copycats but I remember being in fifth grade It was my first couple of weeks of middle school and I was taking this art class. It was a required class, whatever. We're in fifth grade. And again, it's the first few weeks of school. I remember it being September. Um, My memory has been like really like so vivid lately that I think it scares people. But I remember being in fifth grade. This is like maybe the third week of school. We're in September and we're still in the early stages of art. So our teacher's just like, you know, just draw a picture, just the most beautiful picture you can draw, draw it. I'm going to collect it for a grade, go crazy. She gave us, you know, the half hour to work on it. So y'all, I get to work. Okay. I've never been a drawer or a painter. That's not my craft. That's not what I do. But this photo, that 10 year old Yana drew, y'all, are you kidding? I still remember it in my head. This, I was like, Picasso better watch out your girl had I still remember it it was like I drew these hill the like hills on uh the photo and they were kind of overlapping each other and it was like this really grassy hill it made it look really nostalgic and um like you know kind of tug at your heartstrings it's just the land was beautiful these hills and then at the the last hill I drew like this beautiful house and again it was very nostalgic and I remember like just kind of seeing it so vividly in my head and the way I drew it out it matched the exact image I wanted um that I had in my brain and I'm coloring the sky I get all these beautiful pinks and purples and blues and make this really moody kind of sunset the clouds look like they're departing and like the best way in the sun sinking into the hills and I draw some birds you know flying back home to the nest a little tree branches hanging off the corner of the page like I was like this is my best piece of work and at the time I already knew I wanted to be a writer but I was strongly considering moving into the drawing painting field because I'm like this is like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen before in my life like just so detailed so beautiful for a 10 year old y'all I can confidently say like it was truly a work of art and so as I'm doing this and I'm you know getting all my clothes together putting the final touches on the page y'all I look over at the student in front of me and I still see her face and I still know her name (laughs) and I looked at her I looked at what she was drawing and y'all homegirl was drawing the same gosh darn thing and when I tell you I still remember to this day and y'all I'm 10 I'm 23 now okay and I'm sharing this story for a reason but I remember looking at her and I looked at her photo and I said out loud I was like I said her name and I was like did you copy me and she was like yeah I didn't know what to draw so I looked over and I just I figured I'd do what you did and y'all, I was like, oh, no, sister, mm-mm, 
like, this is an original piece of work. Okay, you can't just copy the photo and take it as your own. I was, I had some words to say. And what made it worse, y'all, if my memory is correct, our art teacher came over to our table and said the girl's name and was like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. Oh, I am so proud of you. I'm going to frame this. I'm going to show this to the other classes. And she looked at my piece of work and she thought I copied her. And let me tell you something right now. I was 10 years old and I'm like, that is the last time that will happen. So y'all know what I did. I took my book bag, took my little crayon box, all little art supplies that was assigned to our table. And I said my teacher's name. I said, Mrs. And I still remember her name, said her name. And I was like, I'm going to sit at this table. And it was like the farthest corner, the farthest table in the corner. And I was like, I'm going to sit at that table for the rest of the year. And she was kind of taken aback by that. But she let me sit there. And y'all, throughout the whole semester, those whole nine weeks, every teacher of mine who came in and like visited the class, they looked at me like, did you get in trouble? Like, why are you sitting by yourself? Because I never got in trouble as a kid. Oh my gosh, never got in trouble. And when I did, it like ruined my life. And I still remember it to this day. <laughs> if y'all just want a little peek into my trauma. But anyway, so the teachers would come in and they'd be like, Yana, did you get in trouble? And I'm like, no, she copied me. And I never want to be copied again. And I could tell the teachers were like, oh, you one of those kids. <laughs> because again, y'all listen to me. That Again, I was 10 years old and that happened. To this day, people who know me best know that I'm like one of the biggest gatekeepers and it's not healthy and it's not good. And please, again, hear me when I say we're going to talk more about this. Like there's more to say about this topic, but I just I share that story and I share a bit of my current thought process about the copycat today because I do want to be honest that it is wildly annoying and it's not just annoying now. It was annoying back then, too. If you ever want to see my buttons get pushed, copy an idea. That's not yours. Like, it drives me nuts. And so there was one particular moment, and this is get, this gets into the meat of our episode because uh, the very reason why I'm recording today's To Be Hurt Tuesday is because of a moment I had, uh, again, being very honest, it was earlier this year. It was around springtime. And um, I had a particular moment that without this moment in this conversation, within this conversation of the copycat, without this moment, today's To Be Her Tuesday wouldn't have been birthed and I would still be foaming at the mouth every single time someone copies a good idea. Okay, so this gets into the bulk of today's episode because earlier this year, it was around the springtime. I remember I was uh, sitting in this particular service, so we kind of had to be quiet. Um, And the person who was sitting next to me knew that if anything pushes my buttons when it comes to the creative field and the creative industry, the one thing that pushes my buttons the most is a copycat. Like that to me, I'm just like copycats are lazy. They don't have their own idea, so they just take it. I mean, here I go again. I feel like God's like, all right, move on, (laughs) y'all. Like your audience gets it. Move on. But right in the middle of the service, she taps my shoulder and she whispers, she's like, hey, I forgot to tell you. And she basically proceeds to tell me that someone was doing something similar to what I was doing. And 
in a moment, and granted, I have prayed about this for a long time. Like I've taken my irritation to God before. I've taken my agitation to God before because I already kind of knew what was going on before. And so I, in that moment, when she whispered it to me and she, you know, told me essentially that someone's doing the same thing, I remember getting so mad and so angry and I'd like all the annoyance and just the straight up frustration and irritation, just the pure, I gotta be honest, it was anger. I'm trying to like spice it up with words that may seem more innocent. I was just mad, like straight up. All of that I felt like rise in my chest and I was about to say a prayer to God because I'm like, Lord, I just, what the, like I was just so angry. But right when that anger and right when that irritation reached its peak, immediately, immediately, it was as clear as you're hearing my voice right now. Immediately, I heard from Holy Spirit, don't stop them. Immediately, it was so clear. And I know it was God because right after he said that, and when I say them, keep in mind, this is just the, the pronoun that was used, okay? I'm not revealing whether it's a boy or girl. It's just, I heard, don't stop them. And I knew it was the Lord because right after that, a verse came to mind that it's a verse that I've read before, but not necessarily a verse that I studied. Like when I read this verse, I'm like, it doesn't really mean a lot to me like that, you know, I never really stuck with me. It didn't have any reason to stick with me, but I knew it was the Lord because right after I heard don't stop them, I started to think about this verse in Luke and right in the middle of service, I pull up my version app and I go right to this verse. Like I might've heard this verse maybe once or twice, but it never really meant anything to me. So the fact that I went right to this verse immediately I was like okay this is the Lord and I want to read y'all what that verse was because I needed to hear it and if you are like me and you cannot stand the copycat you can't stand them you think they're lazy you feel disrespected by them Ooh, y'all I feel you I really do and y'all need to hear the verse that I needed to hear back in spring of this year because it really did help me within this conversation of the copycat. I, in that moment, with the Holy Spirit leading it, I went directly to Luke 9, and I read right in the middle of service, I read verses 49 through 50, and I want to read it to y'all right now. It says, John said to Jesus, Master, we saw someone using your name to cast out demons but we told him to stop because he isn't in our group. Verse 50. But Jesus said, now we know when anything says Jesus said, we ought to listen because his voice ultimately needs to be heard. Verse 50. But Jesus said, don't stop him. Anyone who is not against you is for you. Let's talk about that, okay? Because John, who's a disciple of Jesus, John is speaking on behalf of himself and the other 11 disciples. And he's reporting back to Jesus, as we just read, yo, there is 12 disciples. 
not 13, not 14. Okay, they don't walk with you. They haven't been walking with you the last three years. They haven't broken bread with you. Like they didn't travel with you, Jesus. And these cats, on behalf of myself and the other 11 disciples, we saw these people casting out demons using your name. But I didn't see them a part of the 12. I don't see them doing life with you and, you know, eating with you and praying with you and and traveling with you. Jesus, they're not in our group and they have the nerve to use your name. Again, we read together in verse 50, Luke 9, verse 50. Jesus said what he told me during that service. And he said, don't stop them. Don't stop them. And when I understood that text, because I knew exactly what Jesus is saying, he's like, people are getting delivered and demons are being cast out of people using my name. Don't you dare stop them. Jesus is like, I don't care if they've been traveling with me for the last three and a half years or not. People are getting free. That's what I care about. Don't you dare stop them. And I knew in that moment it was so clear, y'all. Like, that was the thing that got me. And the fact I went right to this verse, I'm like, okay, this is the Lord. He was like, Yana, if people are being helped, if people are, um, you know, whatever that idea is, if people are getting set free by other people doing that idea, don't you dare stop them. And when he said that, this is all happening in a single moment. I'm still in church as I'm getting this revelation. I'm not hearing a word of what's going on in the sermon. Like, I'm steady listening to, to what God's saying. And when he said that, y'all, a flood of other verses started to come to mind. And that's how I know it was the Lord talking. Because then I didn't have this verse handy at the time, but I remembered this verse. It was in Philippians and I could read it to y'all. Um, but another verse came to mind. This is Philippians 1, and I'll read it for y'all. This is verses 15 through 17, but just to paraphrase even before I read it, uh, Paul, he's talking about a group of people, a group of, uh, of apostles who are preaching the same kind of message that Paul was preaching, but they were doing it with a bad heart. They were doing it because they were jealous of Paul's ministry, and they were preaching this message just to rival against him, like didn't even care about the people they were preaching to. They just wanted to show up Paul in a sense. And Paul, he writes, and again, in Philippians 1, verses 15 through 17, and he's like, but you know what? Even though their motives aren't pure, what does it matter? At least the gospel is being preached. Like, at least people are being helped. And at least God's message is going forward. Even though their hearts aren't in the right place, even then, and I, I'll just read it to y'all because I don't want y'all to think I'm lying. Okay, this is Philippians 1, starting in verse 15. Let's read into verse 18. Paul says, It's true that some are preaching out of jealousy and rivalry, but others preach about Christ with pure motives. Verse 16, they preach because they love me, for they know I have been appointed to defend the good news. Those others do not have pure motives as they preach about Christ. They preach with selfish ambition, not sincerely, intending to make my chains more painful to me. Verse 18, but that doesn't matter. Whether their motives are false or genuine, the message about Christ is being preached either way. So I rejoice and I will continue to rejoice. What was the Lord communicating to me in that moment? And what is he communicating to you through today's To Be Hurt Tuesday? This whole thing 
this whole thing about chasing after your dreams and living out the purpose God's placed on your heart, it has to be bigger than you. Because yes, people are going to do it with the wrong motive. Yes, they are going to do it just because you're doing it. And they didn't cry over this idea. Their, their hearts didn't break over that idea. When they decided to copy you and take your idea, they didn't pray about it. They just thought it was cool. They did the same thing. Yes, you're going to experience that, but that's why it has to be bigger than you. And if you still don't get it, and if your heart's still not pricked by that, please hear me when I say, so it was the case for me, okay? Because I'm literally crazy. God's speaking to me directly in the service, and I still had the nerve <laughs> to go to one of my mentors and ask. And I asked the, these mentors, there are a couple, I went over their house for dinner. I kind of invited myself over if you want the truth because I'm like, I want a second opinion on this because I was still so mad. Like, they just go take my idea. Like, what the what? So I'm going over to my mentor's house and I'm telling them everything. I'm like, and I, you guys don't understand. Like, I, I pray, I've cried about this. And then what, they're just going to do the same thing. Like, and they're going to say the same thing. And just all this stuff just started coming out with my, <laughs> with my mentors. And I'm like angry. And so I'm sitting there on their couch. They're not in their head and all that. And y'all, can I tell you right now, it was almost as if God went ahead of me and like was kind of a tattletale because when I'm done venting and when I'm done letting them have it as, as if God didn't already resolve the issue within me and didn't already give me the answer I was looking for. When I was finished sharing all of that with them, the uh the husband it's a couple who who mentors me they've mentored me for a long time and i love them so much just so so much and you know who you are if you're listening um but you know he was nodding his head and he's like well he's like i'm gonna be honest it, it, what you're describing kind of reminds me of you know there's this passage in luke and um jesus's disciples come to him and you know tell him you know people outside of their group are casting out demons and he explains the whole story to me and i'm literally sitting there like deflated like okay lord <laughs> like you're clearly not gonna let up on what you just told me because he literally goes directly to luke 9 and then he proceeds to quote what i just read to you on philippians and I'm like sitting there like, okay, I get it. Okay, like it's not about me. It's about the people. I get it. But it's still wrong. Like I was still very adamant about that. And I remember going home that night like, I like you play it. <laughs> you can't just, you know, show up like that, you know, try like embarrassing me because I know darn well you already gave me that answer and I didn't really need to consult my mentors at all. But again, I'm crazy. And the next morning I meet with another mentor of mine because I'm like, I need a fresh perspective. Okay, like someone's got to hear me out. This is wrong. This is annoying. I can't stand when people do the same thing. Like, can you please get an original thought? Like, just so just wildly annoyed. So I go to my other mentor the next morning. This is terrible. But I go to her and y'all, she she's one of those mentors where it's like she's such a good listener and her body language shows it. So there's never a moment where I'm like, she's not paying attention to me. She'll nod. She'll be like, wow, her eyes will widen. You know, she'll cover her mouth. She'll like, she does all the things that shows that she's just intently listening. So I'm sharing all this with her. Like, this is wrong. And I pray over my ideas and I fast and I cry over that. And I work so hard and no one knows how much it took for me to execute that. It took forever. And I did all this research and what, they're just going to take it. And like, just 
giving her the the business okay like just letting her have it with my all of my frustration she's nodding and I'm thinking I'm like finally someone who understands finally someone has empathy towards me and you know understands why the copycat needs to be stopped like this is ridiculous and so I you know she's nodding and she actually you know she resonates with me she reaches out and touches my hand like I hear your heart and she's just so sweet and gentle you're like I hear your heart and Yana I know that must be so annoying like I can only imagine and then you know she's really egging me on she tells me a story of when that happened to her and she was so annoyed and like all this stuff and then and then you know she stops the the pity party with like a a harsh stop like she doesn't let it go any further and she's like she looks me dead in the eye after she you know makes me feel like I'm justified in feeling what I feel and she looks me dead in the eye and she's like but Yana I I gotta be honest with you And this is what she said. And this is what I'm telling y'all, those of you who can relate to anything that I express in today's To Be Her Tuesday. She looks at me in the eye and she's like, I got to be honest. I am kind of alarmed at the amount of times that you said the two words, my idea. She was like, you keep saying you were the one who came up with the idea and you were the one who cultivated that and you were the one who you know, had that brilliant thought and just like brought up all the moments where I was like my idea and I did this and all this. And she's like, I'm a little worried about the amount of times you said I, because she's like, if you really prayed over those ideas and you really did fast. And she's like, I believe that you did. She's like, I hear your heart. And you're like, I could tell, you know, you're not lying. She's like, so you pray over these ideas and you fast and you cry and you bring it to the Lord and you sit on these ideas and you, you know, partner with God in these ideas She's like, Yana, those are not your ideas. She's like, those are God's ideas that he was kind enough to give to you to to execute and cultivate. And, you know, her eyes are so sweet and so gentle that I couldn't even be mad because it hit me like a ton of bricks. I hate it to admit this, but she was right. The many moments that I'm like, it's my idea. I did it. And I'm like going off on this whole rampage. But when I really think about it, when I really think about it, and this is not false humility, because I know some people don't understand, like, you Christians just always give credit to God. Like, you know, can't you say one kind thing about yourself? You're doing it too, ultimately, you know, and they just don't understand. But I'm I'm just going to speak on me and my personal experience. I know there are some ideas and oh my gosh, I get emotional when I think of them (laughs) because they mean a lot to me. There are some ideas that I have worked on and I've, you know, I tried it out and it just wasn't working. There's been so many moments, literally all of my ideas are come to a point where I'm like, God, it's not working. It's never going to work. And I will bring it to the Lord. Like I'm either going to trash it or if you see the value in it, tell me how I can make it work because it's not working right now. Every single time, y'all, I can go on another hour talking about moments where I would bring it to the Lord and the light bulb would go off. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord, you are a genius. And I would do it God's way. Like I would try to like make it make sense in my own logical ways. And then when I would get frustrated, I'm like, okay, God, like I thought this was going to work and it's clearly not working. 
and I would bring it to him and suddenly like the light bulb would go off and I'm like, oh, I just need to do it this way. And no, I don't have to do it that way. But if I change it to this, then that will resonate with people. Then that will work. And I would do it and it would be like the most beautiful fruit ever. Like seeing how it's helped people on the other side. There's not a moment where I can look back on like, Yana, you did that girl. Like you thought through that. It's like, no, I was about to trash the idea. It was the Lord that brought, you know, that made that idea new and made it fresh and, you know, brought a better vision and a new angle to it that made that idea and that project so successful in the first place. The podcast being literally exhibit A, like in so many other moments where, oh my gosh, and I won't go too long because this episode is already kind of longer, but there's been moments where I'm like, there would be an idea or a vision I had. And I'm like, okay, but the finances though, like who's going to fund this? And the next day, I wish I was making this up. I will never forget. I had this idea and I mapped it out and I'm like, all right, the only thing I need is finances. And I did the math and I'm like, I can't afford it. (laughs) Like that's a good idea, but maybe two years from now when I have enough to do it, the next day I would check my bank account in the same amount I needed to execute the project would be in my account I wish I was banking that up I'm telling y'all like it would be a sin if I was lying about like those moments there was one moment in particular and that was one of my favorite moments because I was like I don't know maybe it's from God if it is from God he'll find a way and sure enough like the next day I remember I was getting gas and I'm like do I even have enough for gas like it was one of those moments I'm like I'm down bad right now and so I'm getting gas and I check my account and I'm like what and like the whole thing the whole project was funded I don't even know where the check came from I'm not kidding you and so I say all that to say when she was looking me in the eye and was like your idea duh girl like you're not giving God any credit in this. It humbled me so much because it communicated something to me that I just want to communicate here on the podcast and then I'll get out of your hair and I'll be done harassing you for for the, the next hour. But for me, every project that I have worked on, I know the only reason why And I mean the only reason why. Yes, I worked hard. Yes, I prayed. Yes, I fasted. Yes, I did the research. I went through all sorts of loops and rabbit holes and down spirals trying to make a thing work. I I have. And, and, you know, that's been a really refining process. But I know that any success I have had because of an idea or project, I cannot take the glory for that. I know that I can't. I have to give the credit back to God. And when I give the credit back to God, it reminds me, this is not about you. This is not about your idea. This is not about how good the idea was, how successful the idea was. And it's certainly not about the people who, yes, if we're all just being honest, it was direct copy paste. Yes, those moments are legit. Let's just call it out for what it is, okay? Let's be honest, even in those moments, it's not about the copycat. It's about the person, the boy, the girl, the man or woman that came back to you and said, because of that, I am a better person. This is where it applies to believers and non-believers alike. Like whatever it is that you're working on, it has to be bigger than you. Because if it's not, you're going to be so hung up on who's doing the same thing as you and that 
I'm telling you from personal experience, that's a very exhausting process. Yes, it is wrong. I will always and forever say the copycat is wrong. I think that is, it's one thing to be inspired, but to duplicate it is just insane to me. I question the motive behind it. Like I get in my head, but even then, Paul himself, he's like, people are literally starting whole ministries just to, just out of jealousy, just to be a rival against me. And he's, and he says so clearly in verse 18, Philippians one, verse 18, he's like, but what does it matter? People are being helped. That's all I care about. The gospel is being preached. Praise God for that. You know, and again, maybe if you don't believe in the Lord, it's like, hey, at least people are being fed. Maybe you came up with like the best, the world's best system when it comes to feeding the hungry and someone sees it and does the same thing and they're just doing it because it's like, oh, I see the way that person is getting recognized. I'm going to do the same thing. And they don't really care about the people they're feeding. Hey, if people are being fed, people are being fed regardless. Praise God that it has to be about that. You know what I mean? Say someone, you know, you drop an album and someone drops something similar and they don't really care about the people who are putting on the headphones. They don't care about people who are who are tuning into the music. They don't care about that. They just want to one up you. It's like, you know what? If their lyrics are helping people praise the Lord, like that's what it should be about. It That's what it is about. And I'm not just wagging my finger in all of y'all's faces like y'all need to get it together. Oh my gosh, every day I have to remind myself of this because I get so mad and there's some moments I'm like, no, I'm still mad about that. Like that was like, you got to be kidding me. But every day and it helps you and I encourage you to do this and then I'm for real done and then y'all, you know, can have happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) But it helps me when I think about the people who are being helped, wherever they're getting their help, it helps me pray for the copycat. Because it's like, God, if that is what they're going to do, if that is the idea that they're going to pursue, I pray that they help as many people as possible because it's about the people. Oh, my gosh. It is about the boy, the girl, the man or woman who without that idea would be so lost and so broken and so confused. So whatever it takes, if it's through me and through my idea or the other idea. The idea that looks a lot like mine, like whatever the case, it's about the people. So for those of you who are foaming at the mouth about the copycat and you're letting the copycat live in your head rent free and you're losing sleep because you're so mad at the copycat. Oh, gosh, I can relate. I get it. I understand. But it's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about any of that. It's about the people you help. Make it about the people. Can we agree to that? When you make it about the people, it means a lot more and it hurts a lot less and it agitates you a lot less because it's like, hey, people are being helped. Praise God. That is all I want to say for today's To Be Heard Tuesday. And I pray that the episode encouraged you, but I do pray that it challenged you. It certainly challenged me. I'm going to, you know, listen back to this and be like, okay, Yana, you right. You are right. And in the same way that I'm challenged, I just pray that you are too. And If you love the episode, be sure to let me know in the reviews, rate the podcast on any listening platform you tune in on, follow and subscribe to the podcast, check me out on Instagram at tobeheardpodcast, head on over to my website at ayanasimo.com to read some blog posts, watch some video blogs, um, sign up to become a member to receive my newsletters. We talk about 2024, there's a lot on the way, and I know I say that a lot, but truly, like, pray for your girl, I'm overwhelmed, (laughs) there's a lot going on behind the scenes that I just can't wait to release and so 
uh, thank you guys for being excited with me. I love y'all dearly, and I hope you have a happy, happy Thanksgiving. But y'all will hear from me next week, right here on To Be Heard Podcast.